Hey! Welcome and thank you for tuning in to From My Mat to Yours podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kenya Marsh, certified yoga instructor. So over the last few episodes, we discussed on how to create your space, when to practice in your newfound space at home, how long you should practice, and why you should practice. And that led us to this episode where we're going to talk about how can you keep your practice consistent. So are you ready to dive into some tips? Me too. Let's get started. So, if you're new to yoga, this is great that you're listening to this podcast now to give you a head start on preparing you to keep a steady yoga practice. Once in a while, if you're a seasoned uh, practitioner or a seasoned yogi, you might run into a brick wall. And it happens to the best of us. Whether you're experienced or not, sometimes you can get caught up into some type of a funk and you kind of lose that edge or your mojo to want to keep going. So today I'm going to share some tips on how you can kind of spruce it up and keep it fresh and have it so where you look forward to hitting that mat or not, but practicing yoga every day. Because keep in mind, yoga can go and is beyond just doing the asanas or the physical postures. It's beyond that. So the first thing I want you to do is make a note. And this is great if you can put a sticky note somewhere. It's not all about the physical. It's about keeping that balance between mind and body. So if you run into days where your body, you're just not up to moving at that time, that doesn't mean you can't use your mind and heighten your senses or go within and explore that way. Because believe it or not, you're still practicing yoga without busting any sweat. Um, but you're still working and that is the key. So these tips is going to provide you some insight. So I would like if you could need to save this particular one and you or just always come back to replay it when you're at a space where you can jot these notes down. My first tip which is something that we already covered last episode, is discover your why. Again, this is the important, that's why I put this up as number one, because as long as you know what your intent is and why you're practicing yoga in the first place, you will then have a plan in place that you could track and you could manage 
if you don't have your why, I should just, you figure that out before trying to start to practice. Because without a why, you're aimlessly just doing something and you don't even know what you're working towards. So at least when you have a why, you know what result you're going to look for and you know what you would need to do to obtain it. So that's number one. Number two, once you have your why, it's time to make it a priority. You are important, you are important, you are important. I can't stress that enough. I know sometimes, and I've been guilty of doing this myself, being a mom, you sometimes tend to just push your needs to the back burner. You know, all right, let me, you know, I'm a little tired today, so I'm not going to get up. Let me just do a little later. And then later comes, oh, someone asks you to do something. All right, let me go and run this errand. And when I come back, I'm going to practice. And then something else comes up or a show comes on or you get a phone call or and it just piles up. And then the next thing you know, you went a whole day and you have not practice yoga. You didn't roll out your mat. You didn't take some time to breathe. You didn't do any of that because you kind of let it slip. You kept hitting snooze button on your practice and you did not treat it as a priority. Whereas if you was at work and you had a deadline or you had something that needed to get done, what would you do? You make sure you get it done. And to ensure that you get it done, in most cases, you will write a reminder out. You will set up a reminder in your calendar. Well, that is the same respect you want to do for your own practice. Because this is for your own good. If you're not healthy, if you're not set, if you're not centered, you can't fully function at your best. So why sabotage yourself? Why put yourself second or third or fourth? Why not put yourself first? Because taking care of you will allow you to take care of business much more efficiently and at a better place and you'll be at your best and you will outdo anything you've done before because you made that time. So it's time you do the following. Set your phone reminders. Put some time in since you know the time you want to do. Block out that time in your calendar on your phone. Set a reminder. Put it on a sticky note. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it on your nightstand. Remind yourself if you're at work, if you want to practice in the evening, don't forget to practice. You need this. You know, inspire yourself and motivate yourself. You need to be a priority. And it's time you make a stand and do that. So that way you can keep elevating. And this also doesn't have to just be uh, related to yoga. This could be for any fitness goal you set, any income goals you set, any goals you set. If you don't make it a priority, you won't achieve it. And then you'll just keep putting it on next year to next year. And then time will keep going by. So it's time to act now and change it up. And make yourself a priority. That's step number two. 
Number three, after you've created your priority and you've created your calendar set to when you want to practice, you have your intent, you know what you're going for, you need to set the boundaries. And this is something that I had to stress for the first time this year for me to expand in my business. In order to see growth, and this goes with yoga practice or anything else you're working towards, you need to set boundaries. You need to tell family and friends you cannot be bothered at certain times. This is your meeting, and it's very important, and it's timeless at this point. It's priceless also, because you are now a priority. It may sound selfish. Some people may not understand, but that's not your problem. You are your own problem, so it's time we work on that. So setting boundaries with your spouse, your partner, your kids, your mother, your father, set those boundaries. I will get to you after this. Don't call me during this time or if I'm turning off my phone. If I miss you, I'll get back to you unless it's an emergency. Setting those boundaries is going to feel awkward at first. But once everyone get on the same page, you will see the difference. And you will feel good at the same time. Because you know what? You matter. The next part is, once you've got yourself in a rhythm, and you've got your routine in place, but then you hit like a brain fart, and you're like stuck, or you hit a wall, and you're stagnant, that is time where you want to change up your routine. So you don't want to get caught up in, oh, here we go, I'm doing the same thing. You always want to look at your practice as something new and exciting. So sometimes changing up your routine, changing up the order you do things, working on your opposite side first. Keep in mind, you may have some poses you want to avoid because it seems difficult. That could be the time you work on that a little longer. Because there is a saying, the pose you avoid the thing you avoid the most is the thing you need to work on the most so instead of avoiding what is challenging you run into it full throttle and take it head on so change it up and then sometimes if you need to get some ideas because sometimes we can draw a blank that's when you could just set a timer so that way you don't go overboard because I know sometimes I've been good at that set a timer Go on Pinterest, go on YouTube, or wherever you get your yoga inspiration, and just start looking for things and save it. And then go back to it, oh, I'm going to try this, I'm going to try that. And then slowly add one new thing to your routine. Don't go to a brand new routine altogether. Just baby step it. One new routine, one new pose into your regular routine, and then it will become a routine. And then you can switch it up, and then add more build it that way so that's tip number four tip number five another great way is to join a yoga challenge i know for me and when i first started my journey instagram challenges were fun you get to try and enjoying with yogis from around the world instagram to me has been the best place it's a little difficult now because how uh, the algorithms has changed and with using certain hashtags, but if you keep doing a little digging, 
you can find some great challenges and there's always something new every week, every month to spice up your practice. One of my favorite things is sometimes doing yoga in hills or like um, the previous challenge that I just seen is trying to resemble an animal you've seen doing yoga on the internet. So there's some fun or just try doing yoga in random places like parks shopping malls you might embarrass your husband or your spouse or partner or your kids if they're shopping with you but just have fun treat your practice like how a kid has in fun make it something that you can enjoy and do things you've never done before it's always great to step outside that comfort zone in a fun and safe manner of course The next I would say is if you need additional help and anyone in your current circle is not on the same page as you, then that would be a great time to join support group. There is a lot of different support groups on Facebook um, depending on what you're trying to work on. So again, that takes you back to step step one or tip one where know your why, know what you're looking for. There's a group most likely for what you're trying to achieve. And that way you can keep each other going and possibly, which leads me to tip number seven, connect with accountability partner. Having someone to hold you accountable, to make sure you stay on track to achieve your goals is so helpful. It is something that will keep you going because you don't need to do this alone. You shouldn't have to. And it's harder because sometimes Either we're too hard on ourselves or we're not hard enough. So you need that extra person, that that next person to check in. Hey, did you do this? This is what you said. And then you know what? If you didn't do it, well, you owe me. You know, make it fun. Make it a challenge. If you miss what you set your goal to, then you have to do something for them. If you stay on track then they do something for you. So make it fun, but make it something to keep you motivated. So finding an accountability partner is great. Or even if you need to, a mentor. There is some yoga mentors out there. I'm one of them as well. So if you do feel that you need a mentor, feel free to reach out to me. Just shoot me an email and um, we could set up some type of arrangement so you don't feel you have to do this alone. Because I know I've been there the first year and a half of my practice. And it was a little hard. And I wouldn't want someone else to go through the same thing if you don't have to. Um, The next step I would say is important as well is keeping a journal. Because this is where you need to reflect. Look back what you did for the entire day. Did it work or did it not work? And if it did not work, then what are you going to do to change it for the next day? If it did work, how can you improve it? You know, so that is something that will keep you going, keeps your mind going. And that is still yoga too, because you're being mindful about the choices you're making and you're evolving. And it's all about that mind-body connection. The next thing is important too, is to celebrate your small victories. I know you have your big goals. You may have that goal pose in mind. You may want to sit in meditation for a whole hour. Whatever it is. Celebrate. 
I showed up today. Celebrate each day you show up. That is important. You need to set those tiny goals and, you know, acknowledge those little milestones. Because those little milestones add to the large one. And it's a win-win. So always celebrate what you achieved that day. Even if you put in 10 minutes, 15 minutes, that's all you had. You know what? You showed up. That counts. So celebrate your small victories. And the last step is to remember it is not all about the physical postures when practicing and trying to keep a consistent yoga practice. If your body's not into it, work on your meditation. Work on your pranayama, your breathing exercises. Keeping yourself centered, that helps. Clearing your mind, being calm, being relaxed, mindfulness, that's still practicing yoga. So it's sometimes, and I go through this when I'm under the weather and I'm not feeling good, sometimes I can't get to the mat. So in my bed, I would lay, I'm awake, I will put on some soothing music and I will just watch my thoughts or sometimes just stay there put my timer on for 10 minutes and just breathe and focus on those deep breathing do a a a mind cleanse and fill your lungs with oxygen get that extra oxygen in that's still doing yoga so keep in mind if you can do that you're still staying consistent with your yoga practice. And then possibly sometime throughout the rest of the day, that energy will pop in and you actually may even get some physical action done too. Win, win again. So that is all my tips for keeping a consistent yoga practice. Um, the key thing that I want you to take away from today's episode is to keep it simple keep your practice exciting fresh and honor your body and mind sometimes you can work both sometimes one or the other but at least you're working something don't stop working and that is the key for having a consistent yoga practice So I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Uh, Tune in next week where I go into how can you go about overcoming your fears. That should be interesting. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this. And if you have any questions, reach out to me. I'm always here and I look forward to answering any questions if needed. Other than that, I hope you enjoy your up-and-coming weekend. Be safe out there because it's a three-day weekend. Stay healthy, stay relaxed, and have a wonderful and productive day.